Hey guys and gals, Matt here from the Absolute Geek Podcast. Do you want to know a way that you can support this show that's not going to cost you anything out of pocket? Head on over to iTunes, search up Absolute Geek Podcast, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a review. Good, bad, or indifferent, your reviews go a long way to making this show better and making it to a show you actually want to listen to. So again, let's head on over to iTunes, search up Absolute Geek Podcast, hit subscribe, leave a review, and we appreciate it. And now, on to the show. Absolute Geek Podcast. It is Tuesday night in Phoenix, and you are listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm Jose. And Kyle is working away at Ripstanks. He's, uh... The, it, the bathroom got clogged. <laughs> and using that, that what, three-part no, that's paper? Kellen's job. Kellen was the one in charge of cleaning up the nudie booths and the bathrooms. Yeah, but if Kellen's at school, who's going to do it? Well, See? it waits yeah. for him. <laughs> it waits. No, <laughs> no backed up toilet. It, it waits, waits for no man. For it waits for no man. Uh, yeah, we gave this little toothbrush to Kyle to, to unclog the toilet. That's messed up. <laughs> I wasn't even going to go that far. I was just going to say that he was setting up for uh, Welfare Wednesday. Welfare but Wednesday? We're expecting a big one, <laughs> big one tomorrow. Yeah, it is. It's the first of the month. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, it's at the end of the month. Yeah, but it's still Welfare Wednesday. Week. It'd be next week. They've been saving up those EBT checks. <laughs> no, now they use the cards and they don't get much much on right? it. Right. Yeah. We charge them fifty cents per spike. <laughs> Your EBT goes a long way at Ripstakes. <laughs> just just the actual money, not the not the card. Yeah. Those um, preloaded cards. But yeah, he's setting up the ring for. Um, Midget wrestling. Oh, the midget. Oh, yeah. Yeah, midget wrestling. That is- no, it's it's no armed, no leg midget wrestling. It's nugget wrestling. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> nugget That's wrestling. That's terrible. <laughs> Kyle we- is setting up for nugget wrestling. <laughs> he does have to uh, get a lot of uh, oils and yeah. and all that, like the hot massage oils mm-hmm. so they can feel and it. And there, there's one specific nugget that requests to wrestle in hot mustard. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to accommodate this, but we're going to figure it out a way. We need like Kyle. 10- Ten gallons of it. Kyle says that he knows a guy, so um, hopefully Kyle does come through with those. Yeah, he does, he knows some weird people, so hopefully, <laughs> you know, he actually does know. Oh, just so you know, I put in that order for the fifty gallon bucket of lube. Yeah, so we have enough. Well, that's good. Hopefully, so hopefully that's enough. It is it be is enough. it the reusable? No, uh, one no, time use. Damn it! It's the last time. Yeah, it's a, or it's a one time use only. We barely survived that lawsuit for the reusable condoms, so. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, you know. Oh man, that's great. we may or may not be responsible for the birth of your bastard child, but <laughs> from Rip Stinks, from Rip Stinks, and if you do, you have to name it Little Rip Stinks. Yeah, I mean, if you were caught having sex with Rip Stinks, anyways, you're fucking disgusting, and there's nothing <laughs> we can do to save you, anyways. Anyways, uh, yeah, anyways, yeah, anyways. Welcome to the show. We're happy to have you. Um, if you have never listened to us before, this is what the uh, Absolute Geek Podcast. I almost said what the fuck Friday. It feels almost like a what yeah, the fuck right? Friday Just right the now. way that starts. Um, this is the episode where we talk about everything that's going on in the comic industry, movies, news, TV or show, pop culture, or you you know you start off with some Ripstanks news. We got to keep you up to date. We're excited. Hey, especially when somebody's not here. Right. Now you guys know. You know You're, right where they are. We are very transparent. Yep. We, we will tell you where they are working at that day and time. And we go visit him. Yeah, I'm sure. Kyle would love to see you as he's unclogging a toilet or <laughs> with the to- with the toothbrush, <laughs> with the toothbrush or filling a <laughs> swimming pool full of McDonald's hot mustard. Oh, but. it has to be McDonald's <laughs> hot mustard. He said the guy's name was uh, his name was Ronnie D. So oh. 
You know, I'm just thinking Ronald McDonald, but yeah. maybe it's just some dude whose name is Ronnie D. Just happens to... The penetrator, Ronnie D. The, pe- <laughs> the nugget that doesn't let go. <laughs> Anyways, so what's... Actually, I have one quick thing. What's up? So today, this got released. Oh, the Spider-Gwen action it's figure? It's the Legend, uh, the Legends uh, series. Spider-Gwen? Spider-Gwen. It's just nice. Spider-Verse. Nice. With interchangeable head and a... Uh, what is it called? That thing. A ball and chain? Ball and chain, but it's the record. Oh, the wrecking ball? Yeah, the wrecking ball. <clears throat> Where can you find that? Um, I'll sold out? Probably sold out because there's people already selling it for $45. Are you serious? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Makes me want to go to Walmart after this podcast and see if they have any. Maybe. You never know. Never know. All right, so what's your first story? Um, Do you remember when we were kids growing up in the late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. playing with um, a wacky face bouncy ball called Mad Balls? <laughs> My cousin had those and he would fucking throw them at me they look like and monsters. they were hard as yeah, shit and they look like <laughs> monsters yes i've gotten uh, a few of those to the face well apparently uh mundo is coming out with new ones and they're called mundo balls now mundo balls um they're launching the new line and one of their ones right off the bat is actually going to be a venom but, really wow Forty four yeah. ninety nine online. It's forty four. Sorry, sorry about the Mondo, but yeah, forty four ninety nine. Good lord, for get that out Spider of here. Gwen at Walmart. Who, who wants to buy a toy for fifty dollars at Walmart? Bunch of nerds. Oh my god, bunch of nerds. If you're buying a toy for fifty dollars at Walmart. You were probably a virgin and probably a virgin for life, or or Matt. No, <laughs> <laughs> your, your name is um, what? Matthew. No. No, no, no. Matthew. It, you are the dude from 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh, jeez. Where you have the $6 million man's boss. The Oh, yeah. What, <laughs> what, I don't even know his name. I can't remember his name. You can buy it on um, You can buy it on uh, eBay for 32 Oh, nice. Jeez. Stupid, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Fucking Walmart cashing in on it. What the right? hell? That's now, up. Now I know how Jason Latour is going to all these uh, championship games and stuff. <laughs> Fucking getting that Spider Gwen money. Getting that Spider Gwen toy money. Um, All right, sorry. But so yeah, yeah so well, the, they're just relaunching Mondo, uh, the Mad Balls, calling them Mondo Balls, and the first one is going to be Venom. So it's going to be a Venom Mondo Ball. Yeah. What was special about them? They're just ugly. They look like monsters, and they had like snot and stuff growing let out me, of them. Let me Google that. Mondo. They were balls. just ugly looking balls. They're kind of like garbage pail kids, except they were balls. Yeah, I, I remember. Instead I, of cards. I remember, well, I remember my cousin always throwing at me whenever I go visit him. <laughs> your cousin loves you. Nothing yeah. says love like, like a monster ball right upside your forehead. A hard toy that <laughs> will destroy. Oh, there they are. Oh, yes, I remember. Yeah. He had this one, the bull. <laughs> I remember he had the bull one. You remember that fondly? It haunts yep. you in your nightmares, doesn't it? I remember that one. I remember them being pretty, pretty not soft. <laughs> no, they're in, yeah, I don't remember being soft either. That's kind of I don't know how, how much are they, do they say? Uh no, there was nothing that says how much they're going to be. I would I'd maybe pick one up. Nostalgia. Just throw it at somebody. Yeah. Be like, "Here you go." I don't know why you'd want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, here they are. They were at San Diego Comic-Con. Were they? Yeah. Mondo balls? Yep. Hey, look. Oh yeah. Those three that I showed you. Yeah. I don't I remember, remember the see, I don't remember them. seeing them. I don't remember. It doesn't say what year it was, so No. But it says, but it's at. I don't remember seeing them, but I did a lot of time standing in line, so I didn't yeah. see a lot. But the only thing I saw that was really cool was the um, the turtles. Yeah, the turtle toys. Those were really sick. 
But Mondo Ball, wow, Mondo does a lot of cool shit. Yeah. They do the Kush. Yeah. Oh my God, I love the Remember Kush? Kush? Totally remember Kush. Pulling the like little. Yeah, little weird hair things. Mm -hmm. I would always snap it back and it hit my other hand. (laughs) I'm a freaking idiot and hold one (laughs) with the other. Didn't they have. I'm trying to remember. Did they have the sticky ball one too? Um, I don't remember. Hmm. The only sticky toy I remember is the one you'd buy from like the quarter machine. Oh, God. Like the giant hand and you'd slap it on the wall and stuff. And, and then they'd leave get, marks. pick up everything. Yeah. You'd pick up lint and yeah. dirt. And, and leave marks. Yeah, that was crap. Your mom would get pissed. <laughs> I just gave you 25 cents for that. Right. That's cool, though. I'm I'm kind of, I'm semi, semi-excited for that. They're, under, the, under what other monsters they would do. They're bringing Venom. back everything in the 90s, man. Yeah. If they brought back mask, that'd be cool. Brent told me something today. Uh... That's like the the most ninety thing nineties thing ever. What? A VHS instructional tape for Windows ninety five <laughs> with um, Jennifer Aniston and Matthew Perry. Oh, I remember that. Telling you how to work I, Windows ninety five. I've 95. seen that. That just epitomizes the nineties right there. That is very nineties. Yeah, I remember. I, I I've seen pictures that pop up here and there. That's pretty funny. But yeah, Mondo balls are coming back. Um, if you're a fan of Jessica Jones. Who isn't? There is a new image that re- teased and released, um, possibly releasing the release date for Luke Cage or season two of Jessica Jones to hit Netflix. Uh, were they actually going to do a series, a standalone series of just Luke Cage? Yeah. They announced it after uh, midway through Jessica Jones. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Why? It's def- building up towards the Defenders. That's probably where they'll introduce Iron Fist first. Heroes for Hire. Moon Knight? I don't know. I would love for them to do Moon Knight. Moon Knight or uh, Dazzler? But I want Cloak cur- and Dagger. I want like current run Moon Knight, like the psychotic Moon Knight, not the the Batman the guy wannabe. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm thinking of um, uh, Cloak and Dagger would be awesome to have him on, on the team. <clears throat> yeah. That would be an interesting Netflix show. Well, because like Cloak and Dagger, the way they be- they got their powers was they were – they were teenage runaways, and they were kidnapped by a pharmaceutical right, company. Right, and they were experimented on. Yeah, and then they got their powers. Right. I think that'd be really cool to show something like that in the in the show. But I don't know about Danny Rand. I don't know. That'd be interesting. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know if you've seen the picture. But the picture is a bunch of files sitting on a desk, and one of it says, "In one of the files, like the last file says cage mm-hmm. with ta- uh, in tape. So like there's a piece of masking tape, and it's written cage over top of it, mm-hmm. and then it says November next to it. Huh. So I don't know if that's signifying season two. Fuck you. Or fucking Marvel. Cage. I don't know. I'm excited. Dude, Marvel's killing it right now with their Netflix series. Yeah. And they're, you know, Daredevil season two comes out in <sighs> March. Same day as Batman Superman. That's a sweatpants night. I'm ready for that. Hey, are we going to go see um, uh, Dare, uh, Dare, Deadpool uh, Thursday night? I plan on it, yeah. All right, cool. I plan on going to see an opener night. I, I have no interest, like I said, seeing it with Rob Liefeld. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I'm not. If you paying, listen to the other, I'm not paying forty dollars to watch it with Rob Liefeld and ask him a, a question afterwards. I can't even talk to him. I will ask him a question the next day at the convention about it. And he, what the fuck does he know? It's not like he wrote or directed in the movie. He showed up. He showed day. up on set. He was probably like, "I created this character. Let me come in, guys." There's like, there's <sighs> pictures online that are the funniest fucking pictures. Um, Google, uh, well. Google uh, Rob Liefeld. Okay. 
and there's pictures of him with Ryan Reynolds from the Deadpool set. Okay. And Ryan Reynolds has this look on his face like, God, why the fuck is this guy here? Oh. And Rob Liefeld has got like the biggest shit-eating grin on his face. That's pretty funny. And Ryan Reynolds is just like, whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. See, he, he's got like that unimpressed smile. And then Rob Liefeld. Rob like, Liefeld's showing dirty. teeth. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds like. Yeah. He's like, I'm Can just smiling home? because I got to do what I got to do. Poor Rob Liefeld. Catches a bad rap. But maybe if you weren't such a D-bag. Maybe he's like he's like the kid at school who like had that one cool picture he drew. Yeah. And then he's, he's, riding, he's riding that wave. <clears throat> To be honest, like we have our press passes for uh, Fan Fest, or not Fan Fest, Amazing Arizona mm-hmm. in two weeks. I half expected after releasing last week's episode that we would get an email from them being like, oh, well, uh, we're not releasing, <laughs> we're not giving you these passes anymore because you made fun of Jimmy J's best friend, Rob Liefeld. No. We're not making fun of him. No, we're just stating facts. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I am not making fun of it. Dude, like, come on now. Like, every other comic artist you run into very rarely charges for a signature. If they do, it's like make a donation to the Hero Fund or $5. Like, Chris Claremont charges $5 a signature. Yeah, you know why? That's fine. Because he's a fucking writer. Right, and that's fine. And these guys don't. Next time, you know what? I'm going to ask him to write me a sonnet. (laughs) These guys don't have health insurance. Like, they, they, that's what the whole Hero Foundation is for. Um, but then you got guys like Rob Liefeld who are charging, you know, he did a, a cover for Amazing Arizona for Walking Dead number one two years ago. And he's still like charging like $25 for him to sign that thing. Why do I want to pay you $25 to depreciate the value of my comics because your signature is now on it? Yeah, I, 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 it's kind of bullshit. Like another artist that I ran into that does that, but he does the whole COA thing and it's all um, CGC'd. Is uh, Michael Golden? I, I think it's like never, five bucks. Yeah, that's f- five bucks is respect. Five bucks for a CGC signature. I will pay you five bucks yep. for you to sign my comic, but I'm not going to pay you twenty bucks. I'm not going to pay you more than I spent on the book. Yeah, <laughs> for you to put your name on it. Yeah, it is a bunch of bullshit. Like for artists, they have other means to make money. But like you were saying with Chris Claremont, he's a writer. So him, Len Wein, uh, oh. Um, Marguerite Bennett, other other writers, their means are signatures. I right. Mean, it sucks. Their signatures are the books. Yeah. Well, like being friends with Cinna Grace, like we are, like we see, we get to finally see like the other side. You see what the artist goes through and stuff just from stories and talking to him. But yeah. he's never charged anybody for a signature. That's just. That's where they make their money the, is sketches. The, the only time I would say it's okay to charge is if somebody brings like a hundred of your books. Yeah, that, and it's a fun, it's denying others of getting what they want. Yeah, then you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna somewhat punish you, so you don't want signatures. Well, it's like the one year that Claremont came to PCC. Oh my god! Yeah, you dude, guys in front. Yeah, and the dude's sitting there. With I like know, I know that guy. A stack of books. I like, know that guy. Selling all of these, man. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. And he paid every single one. Yeah, but still, it's oh, but you're sitting there and you're like, come on, dude. And I knew, I know that guy. And I gave him a lot of shit beforehand. I'm like, dude, he's gonna charge you like five bucks a signature. I got other places. He's like, I don't care, I'll pay. I'm like, you're gonna pay that much. I want, I'm gonna pay. The only, the other one that like, you pay so much for his signature because his name is Stanley. Yeah, but the dude signs everything. Oh yeah, DC books, books he's never had touched on. That's another one where like his his signature is so saturated right now. 
that you spend sixty dollars to worth thirty. Yeah, if that. Yeah. You spend sixty to eighty dollars from to sign this fucking book. And then when Spider-Man 1 came out, when they relaunched it, he was charging $80 to sign that fucking what? book. And he didn't have anything to do with it. Other than creating Spider-Man. Other than creating Spider-Man. But still, like, yeah. at what point does, you know, do you stop people? Do you think, like, when he sleeps that he, like, just signs? like Maybe. Like, you know, asleep. Like- Dude, it's to the point now where he can't see and they're just, like, putting his hand on the paper and he's, like... <laughs> Like, if you look at his signature from when he started to now, it's so sloppy. Oh, yeah. I so bet. sloppy. But. Imagine, like, you have a, like, how Kyle does that uh, the tape. Yeah. Like, only signed in this, and he mm-hmm. signs on the plastic. <laughs> <laughs> that would <laughs> suck. You got to pay again? Yeah. Because he missed? Yeah. That'd be fucked up. I don't, dude, I don't even know, man. But, yeah, now, we're not going to pay for your hey, signature, Rob Liefeld. Yeah. I wanted him to sign my X-Force number 11 or 9. I can't remember which one. The first appearance of Domino, twenty five dollars. Fuck you. Yeah, dude, forget that. I'm not, I'm not paying you twenty five dollars to sign a book I got for free, man. That's worth ten dollars. Yeah. In okay, so you did the the cover for it. Congratulations. Yeah, like, not, yeah, fuck it's you. one of the hottest books in the world, and you did a, a fucking like the sixty fifth fucking variant cover for <laughs> number one, and you want thirty dollars for that signature. Yeah. You can fuck off. Yeah, I, I, I that's kind of bullshit. You know he's making money off the Deadpool movie. Oh, of course he is. He's got. I, well, I don't know how much. I, I think he still retains rights to Deadpool. He's got to. He has um, to have some type of licensing agreement or something. Yeah, but like Bob Layton was in Iron Man too, and you didn't see him making such a big fucking deal about it. Yeah, but he didn't create Iron Man. But still, he's one of the most iconic Iron Man I, artists. I but, I don't deny that, but he didn't create it. Yeah, yeah. Let's like Stan Lee gets cameos and all this stuff, and that's fine, but. He doesn't need money anymore. I don't know. Can't even see it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. All right, anyways, next next topic. But, yeah, I'm not paying jack shit for Rob Liefeld. Um, the Pokemon Company is going to air their first Super Bowl ad on February 7th to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Pokemon. Huh. Is that is that is that a smart move? What? Having an ad... During Super Bowl for Pokemon? I, I think so. Really? Yeah, why not? Who doesn't know what fucking Pokemon is? Well, I mean, you got to remember that most of the, most that, of the original... They're going to have these poor children in other countries who want it, <laughs> but they can't have it because... Most of these OG Pokemon fans, the old school, the original 150, are uh, all adults now. Oh, and they're in their late 20s and... Yeah, I mean... Now they have kids. Now they have shitty kids. Right? Remind people about Pokemon, man. People, people never forget it. I'll never forget Final Fantasy ten or seven. Well, it's not Pokemon. Yeah, but it's Final Fantasy. You got to catch them all. Oh cool. God! But yeah, I don't see a big deal about it. I never it. got into. I don't. I don't see why it would be a big, a huge deal. Well, I'm. I'm just saying they could save their money and put more money into that, that uh, watch thing that they're Pokemon Go. Yeah, <laughs> I'll buy that. Well, I'll go. And, and I'll then, go catch Pokemon on my way, walk during my morning walks. <laughs> yeah. Right. If I can find out you have a Snorlax in your room. I'll go buy a Squirtle, or I'll go catch a Squirtle. <laughs> You're sitting there drinking a, a glass of water, and you find out there's a magic carp in it. <laughs> Just sitting in your kitchen. You got to catch it. <laughs> yeah. Got to catch that sorry bastard. And then, um, and then sell them on the black market. Right. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I wonder, I wonder what it's going to be. I wonder if it's going to show, like, the 90s when or the early 2000s when it came out and it shows like a kid with it and then him growing up or something. No, it they've already actually leaked uh leaked it online. Oh, really? 
Yeah, and it's it's just a bunch of kids doing a bunch of different stuff, and it's like I can do that, and it's like this girl like playing chess mm-hmm. against all these different people, and then there's a the kid who's playing football. He's like I can do that, and like playing uh, football and stuff, and then it it cuts to this guy with a Pokemon ball, and he's, he's thirty, like, bald, and no, he's like he's like his, nineteen, and his and he's like <laughs> he's like I can do that. And he walks into a Pokemon stadium, and there's like. His his opponent with a Gyarados and the Charizard oh, and stuff like standing across from them, and he goes to, and he throws the Pokeball, and it cuts to a little girl sitting on the couch with a with her dad and a Pikachu next to him, and the dad leans over and whispers in her ear, "You can do that, Hell Hydra." And then it just like <laughs> Hell Hydra, <laughs> and then it cuts to uh, po- twenty years of Pokemon, and it's like a Pikachu like oh. face outline. It's nothing special, but that is know, it's, ki- it's kind of interesting. It'd be funny just, if they sh- depicted the real guys who play it. Yeah, just the fact that they're <laughs> yeah, the sweaty, fat nerds. That, <laughs> they're like in their 30s. <laughs> in their basements? <laughs> in their basement, yeah. I'll crack Snorlax. <laughs> I unleash my Bulbasaur. <laughs> <laughs> Fully evolved. <laughs> yeah. He shoots. Rocket team. Shoots his vine whip. Oh, God. <laughs> My Bulbasaur uses vine whip. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It's super effective. I I'd rather have that, that Pokemon Go come out. I would, too. Like, I wish it would be like you could actually battle Pokemon. That'd be dope. I thought you can. I don't know. Can you? I think I so. It's all, being, it's all on your phone. Yeah. It'll sync your, it, your it wrist. It syncs to the, the watch, yeah. yeah. But, like, I want, like... Yeah, I'm going to wear another one? Fuck. I want, like... Like sweet VR glasses you put on, not no, the fucking God. visor, but glasses that you put on, and it like turns everything around you, or like holograms, like Yu Gi Oh. That'd be kind of that'd cool. be fat. the card game. Yeah, but you need a card. You gotta throw yeah. it on the ground. Yeah, you throw your card like a Pokemon. Well, like Pokemon, you would just co- you would collect them like you would the game. Like you yeah. used a Pokemon Go to walk around and find them randomly and collect them like you do the game, train them up, and then you battle someone, and it just like fucking. You throw like you, you set these down. two things up, and it's just like VR, yeah. And you throw it down. That'd be kind of cool. They do that with uh, 3ds. Have you seen that? No. I'll show you afterwards. It's pretty fucking cool. What? Where it pops up? Yeah, that's cool. It's really awesome. That's cool. But anyways, um, all right. Go Pokemon. Twenty years. <laughs> Twenty years. Woo, Pokemon. Woo, woo, woo. Um, let's see. If you were looking forward to the animated fan series X Men Danger Room ah, Protocol, I wanted to. I have some bad news for you. That has oh. been officially canceled by creator by the creator as of today. Wah, wah, I guess wah. there was a lot of uh, issues with creating that game. Damn, that would have been awesome. It would have been. Would have been so cool uh, to see that. Mm. Who knows? It really does suck. I saw like bits and pieces on it. It looked. I mean, it looked kind of. Cool cool and nostalgic old X-Men animated series style. But yeah, that sucks that they're canceling that. Um, Doctor Who showrunner Steve Moffat. Moffat announced that he will be stepping down as uh, following season 10. Moffat's Yay. final season of the show as showrunner will air in uh, in 2017. He will be replaced by former Doctor Who and Torchwood writer Chris uh, Chimnail. Jamnell, sorry if what? I butchered your name, Chris, but you probably don't listen to us anyway, so just, yep. So all you Doctor Who fans, I'm interested to hear uh, on the, the Twitter there what you think about that. And I used to love it. What? And then Moffat ruined it. Well, you think Moffat ruined it? I think so. Why? Well, Moffat didn't take over the show until... Oh, Chibnall. Yeah, Chibnall. There we go. I fucked that name up terribly. Chibnall. Uh, Moffat didn't take over Peter until... Peter Capaldi is leaving Doctor Who after 2017. Who? P- 
Peter Capaldi, the actual doctor. Is he? Yes. Okay. You must have been reading something else. No, no, I'm not. He's, uh, Steve Moffat's leaving too. Really? Yeah. The showrunner is stepping down. He said that his final season. It says BBC boss, bosses expect Peter Capaldi to leave Doctor Who after next series when the writer, oh, okay, also steps down. Yeah. The 57-year-old tenure as the 12th Doctor. Suck it, Jose. Is likely to end in 2017. Good. Suck I didn't it. like him. I tried watching his first, like, Five episodes and it was it was unwatchable for me. Well, I don't like how they kind of just like Deus has mocking the whole like regeneration thing that you weren't he wasn't supposed to have any more regens left. Well, he should have been done with. Uh, no, Matt Smith would have been the last one. Yes. So after Matt Smith, it should have been done. But and then something with what's her name? The Time Lords granted him one more regen. And then no, now they gave him a hundred. Did they? It was a hundred. Christ. And I think it was it was something along the I thought lines. it was one more. I watched the episode because it was a Christmas special. And they gave him they gave him the ability to regen again. And that's well, there, how... there was something with how River Song was born or was conceived during a time jump. Mm. And it made her part Time Lord. Because she's been able to regenerate. Psh. Yeah, I know. Um, why, yeah. But yeah, I'd be interested to see how with Doctor Who fans. I mean, what I haven't do you think of that? Like three years, so I haven't watched it since Matt Smith left. Since Matt Smith, David Tennant is is the the Doctor. Um, Matt Smith was still a good Doctor. I like Matt Smith, um, but I just haven't watched it after Matt Smith left. My favorite was um, what was my man crush, David Tennant. Yeah, that was my favorite Doctor. Well, yeah, he's a good Doctor. He's a great he actor. He was an amazing Doctor. Great actor all the way. My around. favorite. Who was your favorite? Um, who was your favorite? Uh, uh, companion. Um, I like Clara a lot, but I like Rose too. Man, Rose gave me the most feels. <laughs> and she was hot. Yeah, that too. That helps a lot. Uh, my favorite though. But Clara's really hot too, though, and I just kind of like how Clara is kind of like the. She doesn't want to be the damsel in distress. Well, that's what. Um, uh, what's her name was? Donna. Donna's yeah. my favorite. She was the blonde, wasn't she? No, she was a redhead. No. Oh. The blonde was Rose. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Donna was my favorite because she... I, my favorite one, <laughs> my favorite interaction was their first episode together where she's the bride uh-huh. and she gets kidnapped by the robot thing and David Tennant's flying in the TARDIS trying to catch up with her and catch her and... I forgot I forgot the whole interaction because I haven't seen him forever. But um something along the lines of how does she oh so how do I look? And like she's getting kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And the doctor's like, You look very good, now let's go. Or yeah. something like that. I can't remember the whole you know, thing. You know what bugs me about Doctor Who? What? Is okay, the TARDIS makes that weird sound mm-hmm. when it starts to take off, and they revealed that it's that the the brake is on. But yet they never remove the break. Every other time they after that, it, it still <laughs> yeah. makes that noise. So it makes that because the break is on. The break is on, and is they stupid. never they never remove it. It is just still, <laughs> it's still terrible. It, it, yeah, I don't know. See, I wish Peter Capaldi was more like his uh, his character in that other show he was on, where he like cusses a million times. Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. Oh my god, the, he I'd actually never heard of him until he took over. For, oh really? Yeah, he he's on. I forgot the name of the show. But he's like, um, what would you call him? He's like one of those PR people for someone in government. Mm-hmm. 
And I'll, I'll have to show you afterwards. I'll make a note because it's fucking hilarious. All right. All right. I'll remind you of that. No, I'm going to write it down right now. Oh, okay. Right, um, anyways. Corey Hawkins, best known for playing Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton, and Heath on The Walking Dead is to star in the new 24 Legacy remake. He will play the main character, Eric Carter, a strong and smart guy who comes from a rough background and turns his life around when he and he joins the Army Rangers. That right there is one of the biggest cliches in Hollywood. Wow. In, in, in the entertainment industry, that I come from a rough background, so I went in the military and straightened my life out. Oh, yeah. And now I'm turning around, and I'm this badass secret agent, and There's a lot my of past that. is coming up to catch up with me. Oh, God. Now they're going to kidnap my it's girlfriend. A it's a trope. They're going to kidnap my girlfriend, and then i got to go through 12 rounds, and you know, every action movie ever. Every, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and let me the guess, same. he saves her at yeah, the end. Probably. Yeah, probably. Just like Jack Bauer. But no more Jack Bauer. Now oh, you have yeah. Eric Carter. So we'll see. We'll see just how much the It'd be military cool if he shows has up. reformed him. It'd be cool to see him like in the background. Like yeah. They're watching the news and <laughs> Jack Bauer is still on the loose or whatever. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Jack Bauer but I never... fell down a well. <laughs> gotta... Lassie and Timmy could not get him out. Bart. Everybody <laughs> thought it was Bart, but it's really him. It's really Kiefer. Yeah, it's Kiefer down there. Um, I, I never really got into the show, The 24. No? Because it never showed them in the bathroom or, like, in a real 24-hour situation, you're going to have to take a shit or piss. Right? He never stops. Point. No one ever stops. It's never stops to take a deuce. And also, what's her name is in it? The the snail girl from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. So that always threw me off. Isn't... um. Isn't uh, Elizabeth? What's her name? Uh, Cuthbert Cutberg from. Oh yeah, uh, she's a daughter. Yeah, from the girl next door. Yeah, she's she used to be super hot. Yeah, Elijah Cuthbert. What's her name? The 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 snail girl. From I don't remember. It's always sunny. Because every single time I'd watch, I'd be like, I just remember them throwing salt at her. Yeah, in an to get her away. Yeah, yeah, that's because she's a snail. <laughs> um. Yeah, like. I don't. I couldn't really get into it because it's like, I never got into Twenty Four. I think, I think I was too young still when Twenty Four started, so I like it never piqued my interest. When I when I used to go over to my friend's house, her parents were like hardcore into it. Like one day we went in, like we I went over while they were in the middle of dinner and they were watching. Like everybody's like, Shh. <laughs> like I couldn't talk. Do 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 do. That's oh, where we get the the fucking phone pop. Uh, that phone call from doo, doo, which one? Doo, doo. Gail the snail. Yeah, Gail the snail. Gail the snail. So, so whenever I watched it, I would just think of that. That's that. That's like the most iconic phone call. The doo, 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 doo. oh, his ringtone. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It, it would throw me off. <laughs> hey, on the whole TV thing, Fuller House. Yes. The day before my birthday. Yes. Getting excited for Fuller House. I think I'm going to have Did you watch that video I posted in the chat the other day? Which one? The John Stamos one? No. Fucking killed me. So it starts off, and it's like John Cena, Mm -hmm. and it's like, and his name is John Stamos, and it cuts to John, and then it starts playing the Full House theme music. Yeah. (laughs) Everywhere you look. Oh, my. Oh, um. (laughs) I forgot to mention this last time. You just reminded me. So when I went to go see the room, uh-huh. uh, you know, at the theater, yeah. Whenever they would show that shot from Full House of all the houses, uh-huh. everybody would start singing that theme song. <laughs> everybody, that's nice. Oh my god, it was so funny. 
It's like everywhere you look, That's funny. everywhere you look, because all the shots in the movie is a heart is are a so heart. long. But Maybe yeah, just you just remember reminded me of that. That's funny. Um, speaking of twenty four in old action shows, well, oh yeah, action sci fi shows. Uh, Net, um, X Files started again on Sunday night. It was a good episode, the first one. Yeah, did you I, like I it? I didn't watch it last night. I didn't watch it. Um, it was good. I it harks back to a lot of got old stuff. About f- ten minutes into it and shut it off. Why? Um, you know, because it the whole Joel McHale thing, <laughs> and then like it felt like they were pushing too hard. Like um, he, like it, apparently the show did well because. It rated. It came in at a score of five point one in wow. the ratings in the nineteen to forty nine demographic. So apparently people were into it, but um, it just like it's like they. You, I would have thought that they would try to readjust it to be more modern, but it's like they're trying to put it back right where it left off, right in the nineties, and give it that nineties feel, that cheesy feel. It didn't feel like that. Not to me. To me, it did. But especially you only watched the, ten minutes of it. Especially at the beginning when like she's when she's like those uh. The X Files have been closed for better or for worse, and then Mulder, and then uh, Mulder's like, yeah, for better or for worse. So it's like they're they're applying that there's a relationship there, or there was a relationship there, love interest at one point. There was, I know there was, but <laughs> they had a kid. No, I know, I watched the original <laughs> series, but I'm just saying, like, they're implying that without actually having to like go into it. And it just felt very very cheesy to me. It comes up again, and I was just like, uh, it comes up later. <clears throat> I was like, fuck this, and I'd been sick and tired of. Watching the Cardinals get their shits pushed in <laughs> by the uh, Panthers. It's totally so nice. Uh, what? Can't see that. And you know, so, I, so how far? So what was the last thing you remember seeing? Of what? The X Files. That part when once he said, "Yeah, the for better or for worse." Oh, like, so you didn't get to see what he saw? No, nah, I was like, "Fuck this," and I oh, turned dude, it off. Yeah. I went and watched the Royal Rumble instead. Oh, so I went and watched WWE instead. Because I had had enough of watching the Cardinals. I was flipping through different channels. I was actually watching Kingsman on HBO when the Cardinals game was going on because I turned it off after it was 14 nothing, And then I came was flipping back and forth between that and Kingsman. And then I started – I wanted to watch the beginning of – or watch X-Files, and I watched – Should have watched it. it got first good. 10 minutes of it, and I was like, fuck this. And I went and watched uh, Royal Rumble instead. No, it got really good. But I'll, I'll probably watch it again on Hulu or something. Second episode's already out. Yeah, the second episode came out Monday, so... Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. I didn't get to watch it. I, I passed out. I was so tired. I'll probably watch it. it, it the first episode's on Fox. Yeah. And if you have an ad blocker, no ads. Yeah. It was nice. So you liked it, though? Yeah, I loved it. What What did you like about it? I liked how they Enticed me to go back and rewatch it. Um, Scully takes off her shirt. Oh, you see side boobs? <laughs> side boob. No. Under boob? No boob? A little bit. A little bit of booth. There's one. There's one scene in particular. I'm like, it's kind of odd that they kept it. Yeah. But um, the Joel McHale thing is kind of it's kind of stupid, I think, but it works for what they're trying to achieve. I own my own talk show. Yeah, his talk show thing. <laughs> and Mulder keeps talking about how like, wow, I guess it pays to, what is it? It's I guess it pays to be a, um, uh, like a not a theorist. What do they call him? Oh, I forgot what they're called. What conspiracy theory? Yeah. He said something about it's nice to get paid uh, to bring up old conspiracies or something like that because he has a chopper. Yeah. And then um, it's really cool what they do with the girl that they go visit. Uh-huh. And I, I don't want to spoil it because I want you to just watch it. It's only a miniseries though. Like how many it's episodes? Six, six. It's only six episodes? I think I think what they're going to try to do 
is but see, like I've been, is end the series. Well, I've been reading. I think that's what it's going to be. I've been reading reviews on it, and like the reviews are just tearing it apart, saying that there's there's no substance. It's trying to. Uh, that, that's called the absolute geek, geek podcast. <laughs> You're reading the wrong reviews. Yeah, right. <laughs> I must be reading our iTunes reviews. You're reading our iTunes reviews. Um, <laughs> that, that, honest mistake. Honest mistake. <laughs> But um, no, I guess I'll have to go back and finish watching it. You have it. to watch it, and, and you make your own judgment. Yeah. I like the way it's going. I'm, I wasn't a super hardcore fan of it. I yeah. watched the episode here and there, and I, it feels Does like Does it make gonna, you want to go back and watch the old episode? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fucking waste that time. Waste more time on that. Hey, I'm rewatching the whole entire series of Parks and Rec. Are you? Oh, yeah. That's a great show. Ugh. This will be my fourth time. <laughs> really? Yeah. But I'll they just that. added the last season, so that's I do fine. that once a year with, like, that 70s show. I'll I do that with The Office. one to the final season. I do that with The Office. Um, I might do that with Breaking Bad because I love Breaking oh, Bad. That was, uh, a, that was a good month. Because it was my first time watching it. <laughs> yeah. Better Call Saul comes back the February Monday 15th. after. February 15th. Yeah, Monday after Walking Dead. So you have Walking Dead Man. Sunday and then Better Call Saul on Monday. There's a lot of stuff going on Valentine's Day. I know. Not not a date. Not a date, but <laughs> no date. But there's good TV, there's a good convention, TV, good and movies. <laughs> yeah, and movies. That's I'll true. I watch Deadpool. Deadpool by myself. Yeah, just the way God intended. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, speaking of superhero movies, Kevin Smith thinks that Ben Affleck is destined to be the best Batman um, ever. Calm stating down, that, <laughs> Silent Bob. Stating that the hardest thing to nail about Batman is Bruce Wayne, because what. Uh, What's there? You've got no. Um, what's there is you've got no mask. You've got to be human. Um, but that's but that dude is Bruce Wayne. I'm so he's sure born Batman. to play that role. Pretty sure Batman is human. Too. I I know, but like <laughs> Bruce Wayne, you have to play the bar the part of Bruce. You know Wayne. who like, played Bruce Wayne the best? Michael Keaton. No. Who? Adam West. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know. How much Michael you hate Keaton. That. Adam West. No. Best. Way. Michael Keaton. He hung out with a kid. <laughs> he had a lot of money. Please. Michael <laughs> Keaton, hands down, has been the Bruce Wayne. I don't know. My favorite scene from the original series with Bat- with uh, Michael Keaton was when he's sitting in his by his fireplace, and the bat signal shines right through his house, yeah. and he looks up like a hero. Yeah. That was my like favorite that. scene. Have you seen the new, uh, the new ad? <laughs> Which one? For Batman Superman that they were playing during the NFC Championship game. Is it the one with where Superman is where like the Batmobile hits Superman and bounces off? No, and Batman stands up out of it, and uh, Bat and Superman is basically like, next time the bat signal shines, oh, don't okay. go, don't go to it. The yeah. bat is dead. I saw that. So, how about how about all these all these things that saying that uh, Dark Side is in it? Uh, you didn't see that? No, they have. It just came out. There's this huge picture, like a widescreen picture, uh-huh. of this giant Omega in the dirt. Really? Yeah. And that's that's uh, Dark Side Signal. I wonder if he's going to be the villain in the Justice League movie. Or partial villain to this. Maybe. I don't know. That's interesting. But It'd be um, really cool to see that. I don't know. I respect Kevin Smith's opinion. He knows Batman. He lives Batman. I, I mean, I could see where Ben Affleck could um, be a good Bruce Wayne. He but. also made Tusk. And uh, Yoga like Hoser. Tusk. You haven't seen Yoga Hosers yet, so don't. You saw one clip from Yoga. <laughs> no, Hosers. what you told me. What the, uh, the what the? Oh, that it's targeted towards <laughs> girls. No. Oh, what the the oh, monster the, brats, the bratwurst. Oh, oh dude, that's hilarious. If you see it, he's a German bratwurst, dude. <laughs> it's it's fucking funny. Just wait till you oh, see it. Oh my god. 
just wait till you see it. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I mean, I respect it. We'll see. It, it's still weird to me to think of the dude from Fashionable Male as Batman, though. How do you like them apples? <laughs> Applesauce, bitch. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited. It smells like someone shitting their cereal. <laughs> Bong. That's that's what that's what Ben Affleck's reminding me of. Yeah. Sounds like a motherfucker. <laughs> Stupid. I um, think you'll fuck Superman in the very uncomfortable place. <laughs> in the, like the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> no, like just, in the back of a Batmobile. Just force him in there. <laughs> he's gonna fuck. He's gonna fuck him in the gunnery compartment. You know how Christian Bale like went on into yeah. the Batmobile for he's gonna fuck him in there. <laughs> you ever been gonna hit fu- him with gonna hit him with that kryptonite knockout oh, spray geez. and? <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, I hope it doesn't end like that. No, I don't think it will. I don't think it, and I don't see it ending ending with rape and sodomy. Do you think it's gonna end like a buddy cop where like they hate each other, and then at the end they're gonna love each other? <laughs> we gotta save the world. Yeah, that's, that's what I think it's gonna end like. <laughs> like Step Brothers, they hate each other and end up being like best friends. Yep. Oh, uh, which did we just become best friends? Yeah, which yep. reminds me, there has been talk of a sequel to Step Brothers floating. Around. Oh my god, I can't wait. So the, one of the one of the ideas I guess that's being kicked around is that they're older and in their retirement home. <laughs> What? Yeah, that, that's what so the stupid. article I read. No, no. Um, but yeah, there is talks of a, a Step Brothers sequel coming out. The Catalina Wine Mixer? Catalina Wine Mixer 2. Fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. Um, if I'd like to see Adam Scotty, though, yeah. as an as asshole brother. Again. So, he plays a he good plays bad a, guy. Yeah, he does. He, he plays both ends of the spectrum well. He plays a good bad guy and a really good, like, weaselly, like, nerd. Oh, okay. Like, when he plays um, Ben on yeah. Parks and Rec. I'm at the point right now where, um, what oh, other, when Andy's becoming a cop. Oh yeah, he's like he's like working out. Yeah, and he's the what other guard. movie was I watching the other day that he's in? Who? Adam Scott. Adam um, Scott. What was it about? I can't, dude. I can't fucking remember. Um, oh, Knocked Up. He plays the nurse, the male nurse, and Knocked Up when she's getting ready to give birth. Really? Yeah. Oh, is that when he's like hitting on her? Yeah, he plays like the he's like, like ditzy uh, the ditzy nurse. Yeah, he's like, dude, he's forty two. Yeah, holy shit, man. Um, Ghost in the Shell is no longer going to be released uh, by DreamWorks. It's oh. now been picked up by Paramount. So Disney's not doing it. I wonder why. Probably uh, too much nudity. Maybe a lot of know. robot titties and because I think Disney made enough money with Star Wars. They're <laughs> just like, we don't need this fucking movie anymore. Um. All right, now we get into the juicy stuff. We get into the the last little bit, last 25 minutes of the show where I'm going to go on a rant a little bit here. All right, see you guys later. <laughs> yeah, bye, Jose. Later. Scott Snyder is going to leave Batman for Detective Comics in June. For Batman um, for Batman. When Batman makes the jump to a, uh, to a monthly, or to from monthly to bi-weekly title. Scott Snyder has been one of the prolific Batman writers of, of all time. I'm just going to say all time. You you think his Batman stories are boring? No, I'm bored. Why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> he's one of the best Batman writers of all time. And his Batman stories are iconic. He's going back to where he started with Detective. And I understand why he's doing it. He's he's got young kids. He's married. You know, he probably can't he's got other titles going on. He probably can't keep up with the pace of doing a bi weekly Batman book. But I, I think this is gonna make Batman suffer a little bit. Um, this Who's is taking over. Uh, they, I don't think they've announced it yet. Um, Did you know that M. Scott is in Hellraiser? Yes, I didn't know that. 
<laughs> Thank you for interrupting me. No, I want to watch Back this. to Adam Scott talk. <laughs> but it, it makes me sad to see that he's going to leave Batman to go to, to um, Detective. But, it, I mean, in a way, it makes sense. Like, Capullo's leaving the book. Um, so it only makes sense that... Is Chalk going to take over? I don't know. They haven't said. Hmm. But it, he was supposedly supposed to leave the book a long time ago after issue 50. Hmm. I proved um, that wrong. No, not after, after after the end of Endgame. Endgame was supposed to be his final arc, and then he signed on to continue. Um, so I, a lot of people are upset about this. Um, I don't see what the big deal about it is, but Batman is one of those books that you have to have a really good writer on for it to keep coming and for it to keep being DC's top oh, selling. I book. got a question. I got a, a serious question. What? What's the difference between Batman? And detective. Well, I mean, Batman's more standalone. I mean, there's not a whole lot of different um, that I know of, but I don't read detective okay. comics. Um, detective focuses more on like the Bat family as a whole. Okay. And Batman is mostly just fo- more focused on just him. On Batman. Okay. Um, but it's just I don't know. It's just one of those things where. He's such a great writer, and I think that DC's making a mistake by taking Batman bi-weekly. Because it's, it's like you've already got a weekly Batman story in Batman Robin Eternal, and now you're going to make Batman bi-weekly. So that, that's going to be put a lot of pressure on whoever they get to write Batman. That's 24. To keep up a good story. That's 24 issues a year. Yeah, to Jesus. keep up a good story. Um, I hope. I hope, fingers crossed, that in doing so, Scott Snyder stays on the book as like a um, overseer for Batman. Yeah, that he because he said he's got stories and scripts laid out. So hopefully he stays on the book as like uh, a consultant on where things are going. But my biggest fear is that it's going to tank and Detective is going to start out selling it because hmm. Batman's one of my favorite books right now. And this, in if that tanks, I'm probably going to be pretty much done with DC altogether. <laughs> um, but that's not the only reason. If you remember back in August on one of our shows, I can't remember what show it was, we said that um, Dan Didio, the <laughs> um, <clears throat> one of the head honchos of DC, came out and basically said that um, DC is never going to reboot again. He said that, um, and I quote, he said, uh, d- 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 <laughs> Today, Junior? No, dead air, right? Jeez. Um, DC wasn't going to go to reboot ever again. And there's go- there's no more of this uh, going back and starting over and over. <laughs> that DC Comics Convergence, the Convergence event that ended over the summer, uh, was was it was the last reboot and the uh, reboot from there on was ever. not ever ever they're going to continue on no more new number ones no more nothing they're going to continue on same story and just incorporate more into it um and that DC would never reboot he said our goal is to never be in a position where we ha- uh, are restarting relaunching a line ever again um i sorry move that up <laughs> whoops uh, quite the opposite. We uh, we really want to do this is build 
uh, on what we create from the launch of the new 52, take what exists beforehand, integrate that in and give it uh, the best interpretation of the character and the original uh, in the organically moving forward uh, and are all part of one big community that is DC Comics. So basically, if the rumor of what I'm talking about is true, that's a bunch of bullshit. Yep. Because it has been rumored that DC is going to have a new reboot called Rebooth, Rebirth, <laughs> Rebooth, Rebooth, Rebirth, uh, Rebirth, rumored to be DC's reboot. Current um, speculation makes that sound like they're uh, that in June they're going to reboot. It the literally new says reboot in, yeah. the, the, in, the, in the title. Yeah, yep. A rebirth it sounds makes it sound like they're gonna reboot the new fifty two. Uh they're gonna renumber all their books back to one again. Wait, wait, are you saying they're gonna reboot it? Yeah, they're gonna reboot <laughs> it. Um DC is gonna go bi monthly with their biggest selling titles. Um they're embra- they're gonna embrace the cinematic and television universes. And several popular titles are gonna go bi weekly. And this is all speculation right now, so keep that in mind. Um, but if it turns out to be true that DC is re- rebooting, then you got to take anything that Dan says from this point on with a great assault. You have to take anything that DC says from this point on without a great assault, with a grain of salt. If it's true. Well, there's already speculation. They've pretty much already confirmed that it's true by the whole Scott Snyder thing, and that's why I let in use that to lead into this because uh. Scott Snyder – says I'm not I don't I'm leaving Batman because I don't want to write a bi-weekly Batman book. So Batman has already been announced to be the first book that's going bi-weekly. They've already announced it. Whether he was supposed to or not, he already did it. Yeah. So to me that's a, <laughs> everything screams reboot. Everything here is saying that DC is rebooting again. And that's that's the problem with comics today is that Marvel reboots. This, we've had how many reboots in a year with Marvel? Two. Two. Or two. And it's starting the third. Yeah, it was two. So Because it was um, all new. Right. It was all new, then all new Marvel now, and now it's rebooting again. Now, to well, just, that's Civil War. I mean, it's post-Civil War. Reboot. What? No, post-Civil War reboot. What are you talking about? Marvel. What? It's well, I guess Marvel. Well, no, it was Marvel now. Yeah, it was Marvel now. Then it was all new Marvel. Now. All new Marvel. No, it was Marvel now. It was Marvel now. Then all new Marvel now. Okay, that's and what then it is now. it's oh, now it it's rebooting to just Marvel again. So with the events that took place in Secret Wars, it's now you know one giant universe. Yeah, and Marvel right now is in the toilet. Their their books are crap. They're starting to reboot. You're starting to get number one, new number ones. You're getting new tales. But right now, there's not an, a solid Marvel book all, other than All New Wolverine. Yeah, All New Wolverine's pretty awesome. But uh, to me, is how solid is that book, or is that just your fanboyism for Wolverine taking over? Uh, probably a little bit more fanboy. <laughs> I think it's a solid book. We'll see what how Old Man Logan is tomorrow, though. But then Marvel is coming out with um, Dead No More. Oh, yeah. And so you're going to bring back an iconic Marvel character. A lot of people are speculating that's going to be Wolverine. So what's the point? You know? Or a lot of people are saying it might be Jean Grey no, as the Phoenix. It, it's it's or, Professor X. 
You think it's Professor X? Yep. I think so too. Honestly. I mean with with um Storm seeing him. Yeah. I mean he's he's definitely putting out a projection, I think. But my thing is is that you know, if you have to reboot Mm-hmm. This is this will be DC's second reboot. They did New Fifty Two, then they did Convergence, and now they're rebooting again with Rebirth. I know it's money, but you're using the same shitty people. All you're doing <laughs> is reshuffling them, being like, "Oh well, you know, Dan Wait. Slott can't write Spider Man, so we're gonna put him over on this book." Or even though he's still writing Spider Man, I'm just using that as a as a reference. Like, um, uh. Brian Michael Bendis. Well, Brian Michael Bendis did such a great job on X-Men. Let's put him on on Iron Man. Some people think Invincible Iron Man is a great. Some people think it's crap. You know? And then so you got Scott Snyder. Oh, well, we're going to take him. He's going to leave Batman. Mm. No, we're going to put him on Batman. We're going to put him back on Batman, but back on Detective where he started. So we're going to just shuffle him over to do a a, a bi-monthly book. Wait, so when is the last episode then? Of what? Or the last issue of DC. In June. June is when Rebirth is supposed to take place. Oh, my God. So I would assume that's when Stott Snyder's going to leave. I would assume. Well, I know that for a fact Capullo's leaving before that. You know what? Um, I'm sorry. Abe Bogota died. Yes, he did. He died today. Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah, I knew that. I, just, re- fucking I just remembered right now. Interrupt my rant. Sorry. <laughs> and this is, like, why, though? Like, why not get some fresh blood in there? Why not allow Because he some died. From, can't shut blood up. In him. I'm not talking about Abe Bogota. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why not get some fresh blood? Why not get some writers? Like, Marvel did that with CM Punk, who's writing Drax right now. He's not a writer. You but, mean the wrestler? Yeah. He's really? the writer on their standalone Drax series. Really? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Get some get some newbie writers in there. Like, let some... You know, that's why... That's why Image is thriving right now is because they have a lot of creator-owned content. They have a lot of writers. They have number ones every week. Yeah, number ones every week. They have a lot of writers that people don't know about yet. Like, give some of these newbies a shot at at writing. You know, you you have these same guys. You, so you're just shuffling around the same creative team. Oh, well, I worked on uh, Batgirl this week, so I'm going to go work on uh, the Suicide Squad next week. And you're fucking telling the same shitty stories just with different characters. There's a reason your product is shit. You got to find out what that reason is. Shuffling the creative team isn't going to change. No. If it's shit direction. If it's the same shit. Give it's other like people polishing a shot. A turd. Why? Why are you going to reboot something and continue on with the same garbage? That's what I I don't get about Spider Gwen, and I think that's one of the things that hurt Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen was going strong with Latour. Writing it in in Rodriguez, and they're still writing it and drawing it. But it took a but horrible shit. That turn. break to take her into Spider Verse and to go through all of the the um, Battle World and in uh, Spider Books, Spider Books, and doing all that Secret War shit really hurt that character. And it took her story arc off course, and, and it ended it in such a weird spot that now, like, it, I don't even care about that book anymore. I already stopped buying it. I, I'm done too. Like that was it. I bought the last issue I'm buying was the, the previous one that came out. And that's it. Like I've lost interest in it. I got one and two, and that's it. I'm to the point where I'm selling them because I, I've lost interest in it. You, you know, and it sucks that it, it could happen with Batman. Spider Man's another one. the The last great Spider Man arc to me was the Superior Spider Man, Doc Ock as Spider Man. 
That was interesting. And then they brought Peter back, and it's like they had no fucking clue how to write him anymore. Because the arc where they brought him back sucked ass. Mm-hmm. The international Spider-Man that they're running right now like how sucks ass. Like how he's Batman? Right. I've read one issue. I read issue number one, and I stopped picking it up. I've actually had other people who are huge Spider-Man fans saying, this story arc sucks ass. And I, I stand behind the fact that I have said time and time again that I don't feel like Dan Slott writes Spider-Man well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I read the the that Amazing Spider-Man run um, with Doc Ock and what is it called? Superior. Yeah, Superior Spider. I read some of that, and it was pretty cool to see him as like him fighting himself. Like, wait, I'm not Doc Ock anymore. I'm Spider-Man. I right. should be doing good. Right. And He's using got his, that internal conflict to either use his powers for for good or evil. For good or evil. Right. Exactly. And it was like a medium evil. But, um, it, I mean, it was good. Like, it made it interesting. But once that whole series was over and they rebooted it after the Spear of Spider-Man and made it amazing, I was like, oh, this was okay, I guess, with Silk and... And, that, like, that was the last good Spider-Man story that Dan Slott told was Superior. Like, I loved him on Superior, but after that, when they rebooted the series, it's just like he lost the ability to write for Spider-Man because it's not entertaining anymore. It's not interesting. It's... It's stupid now. I don't know how much of that is Marvel directing him and, um, you know, Marvel saying, well, we're going to do this. We want to go this direction. You can't do that. Don't do that. That's not the direction we want to go in. Yeah. You know, we don't approve this. I don't know how much freedom he has or how much restriction he has. But to me right now, DC making this move shows signs of weakness. It shows that they're hurting. I wouldn't be surprised if both of them are, are hurting to the image because you look at my box, my box has shifted greatly. I want one of your box. What? I want one of your box. Why are you being perverted? Because you're you're being perverted. No, I'm saying if you look at my, my subscription box oh, okay. at Samurai, my my box is legitimately like it's so diverse now. It was normally just Marvel DC. Now it's Marvel DC boom dynamite. Um, Dynamite Image uh, IDW Image is killing right now One of my favorite My favorite book right now Is Huck from Image That is a good book That's That's my One of my favorite reads right now Is that book And My big three Right now Or four is Huck um, Walking Dead Batman Outcast Those are Those are my big reads right now And That's so diverse Um it's a lot of different shit. Right. I'm, I'm, I've am i learned my lesson about picking up um, God, Rick Remender books. <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. If he's not writing um, X-Force, he's not writing anything. Right. Um, but it's just I don't understand why you're going to sit there and say, we're not going to reboot again. We're not going to reboot again. We're not going to reboot again. And then six months later, here you are rebooting again. Yeah. Well, what was the point of that? And you know they had to have known at that time they were planning on rebooting. We're only going to the X amount of issues. and They took away the new 52, and they brought back in just the DC. Yeah. And they cut down the title. They cut down the number of books. They cut down the heroes. But now you've got all these heroes. Like, it's majority of it is Batman. you got so many Batman. How many Batman books? Let's see. A lot of dick books. Yep. you got Batman, Robin, son of Batman. Batman, Robin, Eternal, Detective, um, uh, Grayson, 
Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah. Detective. Like, yeah, I already said detective. You got so many bat books out there. And then even like the one the one DC series that's out there that I'm interested in is um is Clark Kent, American Alien. I heard about it. I have not read an issue about that. I've heard good things, but I, I mean I've seen it, I'm like, eh. I won't buy it until I hear something like something from someone I know. I should, but probably, I should probably ask Jason. The problem with my my whole rant here to bring it on home is that rebooting, rebooting, and rebooting literally gets you nowhere if you don't change the formula. If you don't have a reason to reboot and you're not changing things, if you think that I'm just going to throw out a new number one and it's going to get these people into reading it and start over again, you're an idiot. Think about this. What was the last issue that the original volume one Batman did? How many issues was it? Over 400. Uh, I can't remember. Higher. Way higher than that. What, was it? How much? I think it was over. Because Jim, Jim Lee did issues, I think, 607 to 619. Yeah. For Superman. Remember. Just to give you an idea. For Superman. Yeah. And I think that ended in like number 800. Because... Well, six, six, yeah, they all ended in 2011 when they started New 52. So the last issue was at least above 700. Yeah. What was wrong with it? Well, look at Marvel. The last issue of Spider-Man was 700. The last issue of X-Men was like 600 and something. Yeah. 650 or 650 So, you know, why? There was no reason to end it. No. And look at how great that run, all those runs did. Well, that because you had create you had... Great writers at that time. You had Chris Claremont's. You yeah. had um, Jim Lee's. You had um, what? Uh, Denny Grant Morrison's. Paul Denny. Paul Denny. You had Grant Morrison's. You had <laughs> what? You said it twice. I know. Um, yeah, you did have, and you still have great right writers, but they don't use them. And you had fantastic artists like John Ramada Senior. You had. Oh, yeah. Um, junior, not Junior. Uh, junior's all right. <laughs> junior, Junior, when he was on Spider Man, was good. But ever since he drew, oh started Kick Ass, no. all of his characters look like Kick Ass. Superman. Now. Holy shit! Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. He drew Kick Ass. Yeah, he drew Kick Ass like that. And then he, when he transferred over to Spider or Superman, it took that Kick Ass form. So <sighs> Superman belongs. Looks like he belongs in the Kick Ass universe. He fucking royally fucked it. But you had the Kuberts. Right, the Kubert. Uh, yeah. You had um, Ditko, Steve Ditko. You had, like, all of these fantastic writers and artists in the day. Stan Lee, I'll throw him in there. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Yeah. But you had all these fantastic artists, and I know I'm missing a lot of, yeah, them, there's of writers. Too there's too many. There's so many you iconic can't, writers. You can't forget Robbie L. He's a fucking artist. <laughs> fuck that guy. Um, what's his name? Uh, Don, uh, Silvestri. Silve- Mark Silvestri. I'm thinking of um, Todd McFarlane, right? Oh, wait, that, well, I mean, um, what's his name? The dude who was at uh, well, Phoenix Comic Con last year. Who? The big white-haired guy. Looks like he's in the mob that you talked to. What? He he had the booth right at the front. He looks like he's oh, in the mob. Oh, Jim Steranko. Steranko. There you go. That's who I was thinking of. You have all these iconic writers and artists who made names for themselves without ever having to reboot. I thought you were talking about Don Rosa. No. <laughs> he, only draws, he only draws Scrooge McDuck. He only draws Scrooge McDuck. But you had all of that. Because he himself is Scrooge McDuck. With with minimal reboots, if that. Because I don't know how many times they actually rebooted. But I don't think they did. Yeah. They just went on with the story. and Or they switched gears, you know. Yep. Um, or you have events like in Spider-Man One More Day. And then they're like, well, 
fuck that. We're going to re, you know, retcon that with this. And, you know, they found, they found ways out. They're not just like, well, fuck it. We're scrapping the whole thing. We're going to start over the new number one. Yeah. Batman leads DC in all sales right now. You have to have a powerful writer artist team on Batman. You, otherwise that book's going to sink. People are going to start jumping ship. You look at Scott Snyder, and that's the beautiful thing about in, about uh, social media is you look at Scott Snyder's Twitter, you look at Scott Snyder's Instagram, anything he posts, people under there, why are you leaving Batman? I'm done with <laughs> Batman after this. I love your run on Batman. Don't leave Batman. You know, it, you have to have a powerful team for Batman, but then you're, the rest of your stuff suffers because the rest of the DC stuff is suffering. I don't know. How many people are reading Aquaman? I don't know how many people. I don't see people picking up Green Arrow. I don't see people picking up Aquaman. The only person I know that reads Grayson are two people, Jason and Kyle. And Jason's in freaking Korea. Right. And I'm sure there's a lot more people that read these books. But I'm just saying that you are doing nothing constructive by rebooting. You're just hurting yourselves. Why are you going to Why are you going to erase or redo the last, what, 14 years of... DC what? and start over again. Well, they've been doing it since 2011. That's not 14. No, I know, but even before <laughs> that, because Batman, the stuff that happened in Batman before carried over into the new 52. Oh, okay. So you've had, let's see, 11. So that's four years. Four years of just, we'll just go, yeah, we'll just say new 52. So the last four years of new 52 storyline has given you some of the best Batman stories. You say bastard. <laughs> you've gotten the Court of Owls. You've got Zero Year. You've got uh, two phenomenal Joker arcs. And they're just going to go ahead and be like, oh, no, we're going to toss it all the wayside and go with new number ones. The very last, the number one, or the very last Batman, volume one was 713. 713. And then they rebooted in New 52. Yep. 713 issues. Yeah. I don't know. That's I, insane. I don't know. I don't know why all of a sudden it's like the it's like the early nineties, man, where comics were in trouble. And then it had that resurgence and boomed. And now it's getting there. We need to get fresh blood on these books. They need to get new writers. They need to get people with new ideas. You know, give give these young guys a chance, man. Quit having them run to get you your coffee or your bagel or your pastrami sandwich from down the road and give these kids a chance. Get some yeah. fresh blood in there. The final issue of Uncanny X-Men was um, issue number 544. I mean, what do you... Which wasn't... It's not bad. Think about this. It started in 1962. Right. And it had 544 issues. Right. And Batman started in 19... Was it 41? Uh, Something like that, yeah. And it only had 300 more issues than that. Yeah. That's insane. Mm -hmm. It's just... It's crazy to think that these original runs were so iconic and so amazing that they were able to reach in the in the triple digits, right. high triple digits. And now you can't even get to the and Now you're rebooting digits. a book. You can barely get to If the, not, you know, not once, not twice, but almost three times every four years. Yep. If that, some of these books are being rebooted twice in a year. You know, so it, the the purpose of a reboot is to fix something that's wrong. Yeah. If you're rebooting and you're not addressing the issues and you're just thinking the war is going to throw, you know. New issue, number one. Right. You, 
Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. You're not going to – you have to have writers physically leave a book. If you're going to reboot two Spider-Man story arcs but not address the fact that Dan, Dan Slott is sl- struggling on Spider-Man, mm-hmm. why you're wasting your time. You're going to reboot – you know, you're going to lose your best Batman writer uh, because you're taking a book bi-weekly. The, I think a bi-weekly – I was the first one that said a, a weekly Batman book – is going to suffer. It's going to be too much. I sit here and listen to Kyle every Wednesday. It's 10 bucks a month. Right. I sit here and listen to Kyle every Wednesday, read Batman and Robin Eternal. He always has a fucking And it always book. sounds like there's there's one week where it's really, really good, and another week where, a week where it's when like... it's a different writer a, or a different A different artist. writer, a different artist, and then a super lull. I don't mind waiting a month for a Batman book, because at least I know... It's going to be combed over, and we're going to get the best product we can for that story. Combed over like Donald Trump's hair. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but that's all right. That's where I'll end my rant on that. Just just saying that I, I am not like a fan. I like it's a comic book review. I'm not a fan of the reboot. Um, so stop rebooting. Fix issues. Address. Try new creative teams. Let younger kids in. Like, try new things, man. Try little Timmy from that's, kindergarten. That's why... That's why um, Image is doing so good. They're not afraid to try new things. You know, if Image was afraid to try things, you wouldn't get Sex Criminals. You wouldn't get um, one of the biggest books right now in... Uh, fuck, and the name was just there, and now it's blowing, drawing a blank. Um, well, I've Huck. forgotten. Well, Huck is another one. Well, there's another one that's huge. Uh, it's got the fucking people, the TV heads... Um, God damn it. Oh, uh, Saga. Saga. Thank you. Drew a blank. You wouldn't have Saga. You wouldn't have sex criminals. You wouldn't have sex. You wouldn't have... I'd I'd still have sex. (laughs) Shut up. Oh, the comic. The book, you fucking idiot. Um, I don't know if Insect, that's not... That's Dynamite, isn't it? No, it's it's something out. Uh, Wait, did you say Dynamite? Yeah. I don't remember. But anyways, my point is, if you don't take risks... Don't do drugs. Oh, my God. If you don't take risks, then what's the point? Image is, is slowly becoming one of the bigger comic book uh, brands because they are take risks that you don't see Marvel and DC taking. They, they, um, Marvel and DC's whole thought behind all this is we'll just reboot and everything will be okay. We'll start fresh. Yep, we're going to start fresh. Cream and, fresh. I'm going to tell you, not just the artist and writer team, but just – Shuffling up the team of heroes doesn't fucking work either. Oh, uh, A Force. Yeah, if they don't, if their characters that you know don't have good, don't go well or mesh well together, you're wasting your time. I do like the the A Force team because they have that that um, singularity, that new character. Yeah, she looks like the like a universe. Right. That's awesome. But man. Sorry. I'm, no, you're fine. I'm totally falling into it, but but that'll be that'll end my rant. People have listened to me rant about that long enough. But if you're still with us, yeah, we would like for you to subscribe <laughs> to iTunes. Yeah, podcast. Leave uh, us a Podbean. review. We love those reviews, man. Um, any any other website that we have out there? <laughs> Podbean, SoundCloud. There we go. Um, Stitcher, Overcast, Facebook. Our Facebook's been blowing up lately. Yeah, it's been nice. Twitter. Um, sound, like SoundCloud again we're yeah. everywhere um, if you like the show please feel free to um, donate to us on Patreon 
Um, but yeah, um, again, like and subscribe us to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. It helps us with our ratings, and we greatly appreciate your thought can, and feedback on the show. We can bring more ranting from Matt <laughs> if you would like. Well, I, you know, it's hard to rant when someone's not giving you any any pushback. Hey, hey. bastard! You oh, just kind of sat there and played games. Hey, no, I'm not. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for this episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I am Jose. And we will see you on Thursday with another episode of comic book re- book <laughs> with another episode of comic book reviews. Kyle, make sure that you clean out those um, pools nicely. We want fresh hot mustard in the the <laughs> Nugget Wrestling pools. That Nugget's counting on you. Yep, they are counting on you with their life. In so we will see you all later. Goodbye. Adios. <laughs>